You're listening to Master Your Bliss Life. Join Kira Masters and Leah Bliss as they dive into the magical, mysterious, and mundane elements of life, helping you to master your purpose and find your bliss. Everybody, step to the left, shake, 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 step to the right, shake, shake, <laughs> shake, shake, shake. I'm just making up songs. Okay. Welcome to the show. Can't sing the rest of that song. It's really not kind. I have been on a huge Queen Herbie kick all year. Normally I have like a very well cultivated gym playlist, but I've noticed that I get really picky about it. Like I'll cultivate this playlist. And then while I'm working out, I'm like, oh, no, don't like it. Vibe. That's not I do the same thing. I skip through it. And I'm like, I should delete that out of there. Right. And then I don't. And then it's just a mess. So Queen Herbie, my fave independent artist, I just put her on like all tracks, I think. Mm-hmm. Because she doesn't really release Shuffle. albums. She just has like a couple of EPs, like, but she's probably got 40 songs on Spotify. Yeah. And I just shuffle through and then I can just kind of zone it out, but it's still like a bop. Yeah. And it's good. And it's like, it's, I don't know how to describe it. It's like kind of moody rap pop, poppy, poppy rap. She's mm-hmm. got like some Eminem kind of f- feeling kind of songs and then some Busta Rhymes kind of feeling songs and then some Cardi B kind of feeling songs. But it's like a skinny white girl rapping and singing about like how to be a better person and like level up, like focus on- oh, I like it. Right, it's like motivational. Like it's just yeah. it's good. And the songs are legitimately very good. So that's been my my jam lately. So- that's that. That's that. That's the update. That's that. <laughs> I just canceled my next meeting. So um, on the if you are not a Patreon member, I highly suggest you go sign up because you get one extra episode per week mm-hmm. where we've been playing this game with these like conversation cards. So as a little treat, as a little test, as a little insider scoop as to try and convince you to go sign up for the Patreon to get those extra episodes. We're going to do one here. Yes. Right now. So it's this game called Actually Curious. It's the happy hour edition. So I'm just going to shuffle through these cards. Can you hear them shuffling? Nope. And uh, (laughs) pick one out. If someone gave you $100 and says, treat yourself, what are you doing with $100? Ooh. Mm. I would go get a pedicure. A pedicure. Pedicure or a massage. Something to pamper myself. You can get a pedicure and a massage for a hundred bucks. No, I, I said like it's or. one or the other. Oh, okay. I said it's or. <laughs> yeah, no. I never walk out of a massage less than a hundred dollars. Yeah, no. Well, if you want a good massage, it's at least like what, 120? 120 after two. Yeah. Oh, my my live-in chef, Chef Marshall just brought me some. Homemade chicken nuggets. Oh, he's so sweet. He's being so nice today. Oh, and he said they were flaming hot. Flaming hot. That means flaming hot. Just how I like them. Well, now, right, hundred bucks. I would probably, yeah, get a massage. I maybe would go get my hair cut. Something to get my hair cut again, again, yeah. again. Something to pamper yourself. That I mean, that's exactly what I would do. Yeah. That's easy. Oh, that was an easy one. The last time we did this was a much longer conversation. Yes. I mean, should we do another? 
Let's pull another. Let's pull another. I haven't even read these, so I have no idea what they say. You get to relive high school or college. Which do you choose and why? I think about this all the time, actually. I think about it all the time because I didn't know anything. When I, like, I didn't know anything in high school or college about the person that I would be when I grew up. No clue. I was so influenced by the people around me in this tiny little small town. And what like the value systems were is so, so far removed from what my value systems are today. I would have immediately moved to Europe and gone to school in Europe. Or just started working or done something like I would not have gone to like some dinky little Utah University where Mm -hmm. I got pulled into this whole life of bullshit, which led down a path of horrible, horrible. (laughs) I don't even know how to even begin to describe it. But like the amount of terrible, terrible, terrible things that happened to me. And not just like sort of terrible, like really terrible. Really terrible. Yeah. That happened to me. And the choices and the path and all the things, like if I could relive my senior year of high school over and my first year of college, I would, like we've talked about this before. Like I think back, like what was I doing with all my time? How was I not in high school and also working full time? I feel like that would be totally possible. Oh yeah. I was. Yeah. In high school, I had two jobs. Actually, at one point I had three. Yeah, I wasn't doing jack shit. I was reading <laughs> my siblings. That's what I was doing. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, I would have like just gotten away from the chaos. The chaos. Well, this small town mentality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just like done something different. Maybe like I would have gone and moved in with my dad for a year and then moved to Europe. Maybe I would have like taken like taken foreign language more seriously mm-hmm. I would have cared less about high school crushes and like because legitimately I shit you not girls in my high school were getting married like oh yeah from high school and then you figure out who you're marrying within the next 18 months to two years and, if and having married, a kid and having a kid mm-hmm. if you're not getting married within the next two years people start to be like well why what's wrong with you why are you not Mm -hmm. why are you not this is just a utah thing too i think yes a lot of you from utah listening to this it's you know how it goes yes i would have i would have done everything different something was wrong with you if you were married and had a kid by 21 like and so was i married by 21 yeah to a psychopath and his psychopath family. His psychopath yeah. family of abuse. It was awful. Yeah. But it was what you're supposed to do. Lots of support. Lots of people supporting it. Lots of people like pushing for that to happen. So trigger. Triggering. <laughs> triggering. Okay. What about you? What would you have done different? Or would you do high school, college? What? Okay. So I didn't do college. So high school. Going back to high school. I would have... Um. So in high school, I had the opportunity to sign a contract to have sing like a professional singing contract that I had the opportunity. Like a record label. Like a record label. And a smaller one, but whatever. Um, My dad, it was when they were taking me into the 
the studio, a lot of times it was a weeknight, late at night. And my dad didn't like that idea. He like, I needed to focus more on school, which going back, I would have fought tooth and nail on at least having my mom sign it because she, she just kind of followed what my dad said. I would have fought tooth and nail. Like my dad just said no. And literally, I think ruined this great opportunity to project my life into a whole nother place of where I wanted to be and where I still want to be today. That's hard. I I think it's one of those drawback, like love my dad, bless his heart, love him so much. But I think he really fucked that one up. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it, dad. for, For me, like I even, I still have moments today where I'm like, Ugh, just randomly. I can't believe he did that. I can't believe he did that. He destroyed my future. He turned it around. I, I went on a whole different yeah. projected road than I felt like I was supposed to go on. But then you can look at like right the supposed tos. The supposed tos, right? So mm-hmm. how so because now we have our own children. Yeah. So how because it, it sounds like the same thing, right? The parents values projected mm-hmm. onto the children mm-hmm. that cause you to go a certain way which is not the way that you want to go no i mean it's so me how do a we really rough road of drugs and right and abuse abuse and, and all these things that i mean who's to say i wouldn't have found drugs down a career path of professional singing i mean a lot of them do right there's no drugs in the entertainment There's industry. No, no drugs in the entertainment industry. <laughs> no, and but I feel like I had so much anger and hatred towards him for that, that it caused me to become a more rebellious teenager and caused me to make stupid ass decisions. Right, where you're pushed <laughs> a certain way so hard. Well, I was like, oh, you don't want me to do this? Hmm. Well, I'm going to do it, what? even though it's not in my best interest. You know, right. like, I'm going to, I read something or saw, a, saw something somewhere in all my knowledge getting that <laughs> humans are the only biological organism that does spite anything I else in nature. Like you don't see people in not people, but like organisms in nature acting in a way that will negatively impact something else while also negatively impacting, impacting themselves. yourself mm-hmm. but not right. thinking about the negative impact on yourself or maybe it crosses your mind you're but that's that's not the most important factor at that time it's pissing this other person off right it's getting under at this your other own skin. at your own demise demise mm-hmm. like you're going to do something to hurt them that also hurts you mm-hmm. that does not happen in nature nope Nothing in nature does something to hurt. Like we see, you know, like parasites or bacteria or like, you know, there's like the vines that wrap around the big tall trees and it ends up killing the tree. But for the vine, that's like a survival thing. Mm -hmm. The tree, it kills a tree. It's not like it's purposely going, I'm going to kill you. Like it's it's not, not, but it's not like if I wrap around this tree, I will also die. But fuck that tree. Yeah. Like no, no no organism does something to the detriment of its own survival. Mm-hmm. Except, Except for us. Except for humans. Cause we're dumb. We're still great. <laughs> we're still great. 
<laughs> All right. That was, that's like angry, sad. That's like an angry, sad question. Yeah. I mean, what, I mean, what would you do differently with based on that? You started to say it like based on us having our own children now, knowing that it's a, yeah. Like, what do you do? Like, how do you let them pick the thing when it's like off of your own personal values? Yeah. That's a rough one. And of what you want for that. I mean, you see all these parents out there, like putting their girls or young girls into pageants right and forcing them into pageants and like it's the yeah the pageant moms you know moms this the the famous moms there's that one football and and baseball dads the what there's this book called like thank god my mom died or something i've never heard of it it's the girl who it was one of the actresses from like iCarly or something oh and thank God my mom's dead. Oh, I'm glad my mom died. Book by Jen- Jeanette McCurdy. So she was the girl from iCarly and Salmon Cat. And she talks about like her mom gave her an eating disorder and she would get weighed every single morning from like the age of seven and just like the abuse and the, I mean, she got famous though. She did it. Yeah, but to what mental. Yeah. Obviously, like, huge detriment to her life. Yeah. So obviously, we're not going to push our kids into things that no. we want them to. I've, I've already decided that I am going to introduce him into different sports, different things, g- dance, gymnastics, football, baseball, basketball, right. whatever he wants to do. And if once he decides, like, I really like football, I want to be a male cheerleader. I want to be whatever it may be. If that's what he loves, if he's passionate about it and he's willing to put in the work and he, he loves doing it. I'm going to support him 110%. Right. Right. there's, There's that study about the guy who had the two kids and wanted them to become chess champions. And so he provided an environment where they were supported and given value and like given props and all the, mm-hmm. all the benefit, all the good came from things having to do with chess. Both yeah. his children became legendary chess champions. And it's like, how much of it is the environment? Mm-hmm. How much is it, is it his talent and desire? But I think you nailed it. It's like, you just have to provide a situation where everything is valued. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard though because like I had Marshall in piano lessons for a year, and then he would fight me tooth and nail. I don't want to go piano. I don't want to go piano. I don't go piano. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, but every single person I know says I wish my parents would have kept me in piano. Everybody I know, unless their parents did, and then they can play the piano, which is good for them. But it's like, uh, is that something? You know, maybe it's, like, when it's one of those things to find the balance. I think. I yeah. mean, if. If so, my son goes to this class here, it's called Kids Strong. And it teaches them, you know, mental, emotional, physical aspects. It also teaches them, um, you know, colors and, and shapes and like, like all these things, all these great things. And he he really has loved the class. But there's a lot of days where he's like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. So I'm trying to find that balance because I'm paying for it. I'm paying for it to for him to go. But we haven't made the last few classes because, you know, they they switched it up for for the holidays and 
and made it on a different day that I couldn't take him. And then the one before he just didn't want to go. And then the one like, so we've missed a few of them. So I'm trying to find, figure out like, I've, I've talked to him and he's three guys. Like he, you know, at this point, he's just like, I don't know, but I've been like, do you want to still go to your class? And he goes, well, maybe on a different day. <laughs> That's so funny. And I'm like, well, we don't really have options for different right. days. But like, you okay, so does make they that still want to do it or problem. do they not want to do it? So I'm trying to figure that out. But I think it's trying to find that balance of like introducing them to these things, you know, like you said, with piano and, and some kids growing up and saying, I wish my parents would have kept me in piano. But you have to find that fine line of whether you're forcing them yeah. or supporting them in something that they want to continue to do. Oh, yeah. Like, so Marshall is in a very expensive, very elite, very private dance company. Mm -hmm. And they basically say, if you miss more than two classes, two classes per, like, quarter, they the way they have it broken up, or two classes per half year, because it runs, like, August to May. Oh, wow. It's a, and you have the full year commitment. So basically if you miss more than four classes in a year, they cut you out of their final performance that they do at like the huge fancy downtown, like the Abravanel hall. Like they say, you can't participate. You're out. Oh my goodness. So it's intense. You got to take it seriously. Super seriously. You Mm -hmm. can never miss a class. And it's like, they were a little bit more lax during COVID, but he's been doing it for like three years mm-hmm. and they are intense. And so that's one thing where it's like, no, I'm sorry. We've paid thousands of dollars, not me, his dad, but, and you made a commitment. You signed a paper, you made a commitment. You understand that you have to do this. If we can get to the end of the year. And when you just, if you decide right. that you don't want to do it from there on out, then that's, then you don't have to, then you don't but have if to you but, sign up again. Mm-hmm. You know what this entails. Yep. And then we also do like, he does like basketball camps and that's fun because it's like, he's on a team with his friends. So they do like a little basketball league for the third graders and that's Mm -hmm. fun. And then in the summer, I put him in these like, you know, it's like three days all day long basketball camps and that's fun. And then he does soccer and it's like, okay. These are the things like we're a basketball family. His dad's a soccer family. His stepmom's in dance. Like we all had our little, like our little in, our little yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> but if he were to be like, I want to take, but like we've painted and we do clay making and we do, you know, drawing and it's all these things. And it's just, yeah, you have to expose your kid. Like, have I taken him into NASCAR? No. Do I care about NASCAR? No. No. Yeah. <laughs> But I would take him to like a monster truck rally. That'd be fun. Yeah, heck yeah. We've done that. We go to the aquarium. We go to the zoo. We go to the natural history museum. We go to the museum of art. We go to, and it really just, yeah, is about kind of sensing to them, exposing these things to them. Yeah. Yeah. And then they'll kind of over time of going to experience these places, pull in what they're more interested in. Right. What they're in and focus on those. Yeah. And you get a little bit more focused and a little bit more focused, but everybody wants people to like choose a niche real quick these days. Yeah. And sometimes it takes time. And if you're not one that's been introduced, you were raised under a rock. Yeah. Like it makes it a little bit harder. Those things don't, you don't, you can't figure those things out until you get older, until you have more experiences and you're, yes, doing the things on your own. Like, did, did I even know that I could just 
move across the country or nope. across the world and make it? No, because that's not what people did. Yep. That's what nobody, nobody I knew, like half the people I went to high school with still live in the same town. Yep. Nobody moved. Nobody moved out. Nobody got out. Get out. Move Go experience the, the world. Let your children be involved in the things that they have interests in. And yeah. if you so happen to have that same interest, great. great. But don't but, force them down the road. Of, but other cultures and value systems too. Like, yes, because being, having everyone around you saying that you should be married by 22 yeah. and have a kid is chaotic and mm-hmm. psychotic because like if I didn't, I did that. I, I had no idea that there was other options. And I always say that your ability to set goals for yourself is limited by the scope of your imagination. And if you do not give your children scope, they will not know. Yep. And that means you like a big reason we do things are why we have to have a why mm-hmm. we have to have a reason for doing things. If you're going towards a magical, incredible, crazy people are like thinking you're a little bit touched bliss life. If you are trying to master a truly big, beautiful life, you have to step outside your comfort zone and do things that people around you aren't doing. And when you do that, children will watch you. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be your children. It yeah. can be the nieces, you know, nephews, the, friends, kids, nephews, doesn't matter. Anybody that you're going to interact with on a regular basis, children are watching. It's like yep. from into the woods children will listen oh i love that movie it's a great it's a great one it's a great one uh, the original though if you watched the play oh my gosh i was in the at peters yes oh so my good grandma recorded that when we were younger on tv and and well, vhs i wa- oh yeah on vhs and yeah. i would watch it all the time and Bernadette Peters she was my favorite she was the 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 witch the, the witch she oh children will listen yes oh my gosh but um who plays it in the new movie um uh, Meryl not Meryl Streep yeah, Meryl Streep mm-hmm. and she's oh incredible killed I'm gonna it. have to watch that now <laughs> The most We're putting that on into the woods. Honestly, I might. I told Marshall he could watch TV after I was finished working. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the gym. Hey, we can turn it on tomorrow when you come over to Mikasa. Awesome. He loves that movie. We're gonna watch Into the Woods. Into the Woods. All right, hot girls and hot boys. Listen, all my hot boys. I love you guys. Thank you. Join us on Patreon. Join us for some cocktail parties grab the affirmations grab the journal prompts take a look at the newsletters we're talking about in january kira and our kira and mine our resolutions Mm -hmm. the tense got away from me (laughs) who is this who am i speaking about second third person in past present or future yes all of those things check it out love you long time see you real soon bye You've been listening to Master Your Blessed Life. Make sure to check out the show notes for any relevant links and follow Kira and Leah on Instagram and LinkedIn.